Welcome to this English lesson about describing people. Um the reason it is part four is because I did part one, two and three last fall almost a year ago now and they were very popular and one of the common questions that I do get via Facebook and in YouTube comments from time to time is about how to describe people. This lesson about describing people will mostly be about personality. This will not be a lesson about how people look but this will be about how to describe someone's personality. It will be good for describing other people but it will also be good for describing yourself. I do have to apologize though. There is a cricket in the room. You can maybe hear it just a little bit. It's just off to my left. There is a cricket. A cricket is a small insect that makes kind of a funny chirping sound. So, you might hear that a little bit during this lesson. Oh well, that's just the way it goes. Hey, I do wanna say hi to the 152 people who are here. We are going to get the lesson started and remember, this is more than just a vocabulary lesson. Please use this as a listening practice session as well. I will not only describe the word that I'm giving you but I will give you some example sentences as well. So, let's get started. Um the first slide that I have is good listener. You can describe someone as being a good listener. You can say, oh, she's a good listener or he's a good listener. A good listener is someone that lets you talk when you need to talk about life. I have a friend and he's a good listener. He's actually been my friend since we were six years old. Maybe even five years old. Um we met when we were in kindergarten. Uh, and he is still my best friend uh, at this point in life and he is a good listener. He is also a dad. So, often when we have questions or we want to talk about what life is like as a dad, we talk to each other. So, he is a very good listener. I talk to him quite often on the phone uh, and we have great conversations and if he needs to talk, then I try to be a good listener as well. Again, a good listener Uh this is just a way to describe someone who's really good at just quietly listening to you. You know sometimes when you talk to people, they try to talk a lot and you might have something important that you want to ask them or something that you want to share. So, having a friend who is a good listener uh is always really really nice. It's so nice to have someone who is a good listener. Um by the way, Jen is a good listener as well. Sometimes I feel like I'm driving her crazy with all the ideas I have for the things that I want to do with my YouTube channel. But anyways, um kind of the opposite uh is someone who is talkative. So, if someone is talkative, they are someone who talks a lot. This isn't necessarily a bad thing. Some people are quite talkative and it's just very enjoyable. Um I'm tend to be quite talkative sometimes and I think people like it um but other times I'm actually quite quiet. So, it really depends on my mood but a talkative person just likes to talk. Sometimes we say that a talkative person loves the sound of their own voice. That's kind of a funny little phrase in English. You might say, oh, he's so talkative. He loves the sound of his own voice. And that simply means that that person likes talking because they just like hearing themselves talk. Um another way to describe a person is productive. A productive person is kind of the opposite of a lazy person. A productive person 
is just really good at getting things done. Um, that's why I put the picture there, the picture there of the person wearing the work apron with some tools and pens and pencils in it because to me, this person looks like they are a productive person. This would be a good word to use if you are a productive person and if you are in a job interview. You could say, oh, I'm a very productive person. I use my time well when I am working and I get a lot done. Wow, I really hope you guys can't hear the cricket. Let me listen for a sec. I don't think the cricket is too loud for you but it's very loud for me. (laughs) Anyways, the cricket is very productive in in the sense of producing a lot of sound. Um, You might know someone or you yourself might be knowledgeable. A knowledgeable person knows a lot. So, teachers are usually very knowledgeable. At least, I hope they are. Um, Professors at universities are usually very knowledgeable. Um, People who teach on YouTube in order to be successful, you need to know a lot. You need to be a knowledgeable person. This is a very hard word to say if you are learning English. So, let me say it a few times. People are knowledgeable when they teach other people. Knowledgeable. Yeah, that's a tough one. There's a lot of extra letters in there that you don't really need. Hey, I wanna pause and say hi to the 242 people watching. Thank you so much to everyone who is here. That is awesome of you. Let me give you uh, just a reminder that the chat is for English conversation only. Please keep it that way. We do have Dave and Todd in the chat. Although, I haven't seen either of them. Maybe they're gonna say hi in a moment. Um, moderating. Please be kind and listen to them and if you do have a question, uh, please use the form that is linked from time to time. Um, let's see here. Next phrase or next word, logical. So, if someone is logical, it means that they have an orderly way of thinking. It means that they are very organized. Someone who is very organized um, likes to make lists and do things in order. Um, someone who is organized uh, likes to make sure um, that things are done properly and things are done well. So, um, just give me one moment here. I'm just gonna check something. Give me a sec here. Um, one moment. Um, let's see. Sorry. I don't usually uh <laughs> I don't usually text while I'm doing this uh but I did wanna just make sure that Dave and Todd were online. I see Dave in the chat now. Awesome. Um a logical person usually likes math. If you're in Britain, you say maths but in Canada, we say math. Um a logical person usually likes math. A logical person likes organizing things. A logical person just When they do a project, they do step one, step two, step three, step four. They always do things in an orderly fashion and if you buy something and it comes with a manual, if it comes with an instruction manual, a logical person probably reads the instruction manual. Um and then we're moving into some of the more emotional type descriptions. Sometimes people are very forgiving. A forgiving person is someone who easily forgives you if you do something that they didn't like. So, if you say, I'm sorry to someone and they say, hey, no problem. Don't worry about it. They are a very forgiving person. It's different than someone who holds a grudge. In English, when you say that someone holds a grudge, it means that you've had kind of a little bit of a conflict 
and then that person doesn't want to talk to you or hang out with you anymore. They hold a grudge. A forgiving person on the other hand very easily forgives you if you do something not very nice, okay? Um generally parents are very forgiving with their children, okay? So, sometimes my children don't clean up after themselves or they don't um do the dishes uh in a happy way but I'm very forgiving, okay? I might be very stern at one moment but I'm very forgiving of that after a while. Um let's see here. Um diplomatic, okay? So, this is a tough one to describe. Someone who is diplomatic is able to get things done without annoying too many people. So, a diplomatic person is good at listening to different people's points of view and coming up with a solution that makes everybody happy. If you work with people who are very diplomatic, they are very nice people to work with because if I think we should do something a certain way and someone else thinks we should do it a completely different way, a diplomatic person will talk to both of us and help us come up with a solution so everybody is happy. I love diplomatic people. I'm not very diplomatic. (laughs) I actually like to just do things my way. We have a saying in English, my way or the highway. That's probably a good way to describe me. Um I'm often doing things my way and sometimes I think my way is the best as well. So, anyways. Um let's jump over to some questions. As you know, there are uh questions that come in from all of you. Let me get the first question up on the screen. Um Hopefully, there is a question. There usually is. There's usually lots of questions. Um let's see here. First question is from Salah Abid from Saudi. Are there positive traits that are given to people that but that may indicate the opposite such as kindness equals weak? It really depends, Salah, on how you use the term. Um we can use sarcasm in English. Like, if I said, "Ah, he's so kind. That doesn't really mean he's kind. I'm using a tone that reflects the opposite. Um but there might be some things. Um I'm come I'll teach a few words later, a few character traits, a few ways of describing people that kind of can go both ways. But yes, sometimes it just depends how you use it. Uh let's see here. Renata. Hi, Renata. Hi, Bob. Brazilians are very warm people and I've heard recently that Canadians are too. I was so happy to hear it. Is eager the same as anxious? Thank you, Bob. So, when you're eager to do something, it means that you're excited. You're um like I'm really eager to have a nap this afternoon. (laughs) That means I'm really excited to have a nap. Um when you're anxious, it's the same but with a little bit of nervousness, okay? So, when you're anxious about something, you can be excited about it but you're also worried and nervous. It's kind of a mixture of all those things together. Um let's see here. Uh next question is from Ivan the Russian. Ivan says, hello, Bob. I want to describe you like the best of the best English teachers on YouTube. Thank you for your work. Little correction there, Ivan but thank you for the comment. That is very much appreciated. Uh let's see here. Katerina from Ukraine says, sunny day, teacher Bob. Not here, Katerina. It's going to rain all day. In fact, tomorrow's live lesson might be inside because it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow as well. Um I hope today will be an interesting lesson as as well as usual. My question is, how can I say he is fond of something or interested in something using with other words? Um so, we would 
just simply say that someone likes something. So, let's say someone really likes computers. You could say he likes computers. You could say he's crazy about computers. That guy's crazy about computers. He has like eight of them. You could say he really, really likes computers. We do use the word really a couple times to emphasize. Um, you could say that he's very interested in computers. Um, so, I, I think I used one of your phrases there. We don't often say fond of something. Um, once in a while, it's used more with people like, oh, he's really fond of her, right? Or she's really fond of him. Um, we use it more for people when people like other people. Um, but you could say that, oh, he's really fond of baking bread. That's totally uh, a legitimate phrase. So, the telephone's ringing but I'm not gonna answer it. I'm not gonna answer the phone. Is is that rude? <laughs> uh, let's do one more question and we'll move on with the lesson. Next is from Ruslan. Good morning, teacher Bob. It's nice to see you. I would describe you as a very positive and kind person. Thank you, Ruslan. Watching your lessons always brings good moods. My or good mood. My best wishes. Thank you very much for that. By the way, I know I'm ignoring the phone but it's probably not important. Almost all of the important things that we need to know come via email or text now. I don't often use the telephone. Uh let's see here. Next question is from Modine. Hi, Mr. Bob. How's your Friday going? Have you ever dealt with a toxic person and do you think we are overusing the term toxic to describe people that we simply don't get along with? So, in my life, I will be honest with you. From time to time, I would say I've worked with someone or known someone who is toxic. Um I don't think the phrase is too overused. For those of you that don't know, a toxic person is just someone who's not enjoyable to be around. A person who complains a lot even when there's no reason to complain and a person who's just never positive or has a hard time being positive or happy about things. And it can it can be not very enjoyable to um hang around with a person like that or to work with a person like that. So, yes, Modine, I do know a few toxic people um and they're It's just not enjoyable and maybe the term is overused just a little bit. Um let's see here. Next question is not about the lesson. So, I'm going to skip it. Um sorry about that but when uh let's see here. Uh Uh-oh. I think I just clicked too many times. Give me one second here. Um oh, this is a good one. (laughs) Uh Chivid from Cambodia. Hi, teacher Bob. I hope you are having a great day. Little correction there. My question is, what kind of people do you like? Thanks. I like happy people. I always like people. I like to surround myself with people who are happy uh and who enjoy life and I also really like uh intelligent smart people. Um that just if I'm going to go out and be with people, I want to laugh or have really deep conversations about things. Those are the two things that I really enjoy. Um Let's get back to the lesson though. We did diplomatic. Another way to describe someone is with the word thoughtful. A thoughtful person thinks more about other people than they do about themselves. A thoughtful person will remember your birthday and give you a phone call or an email. A thoughtful person will know at certain times of the year when you will appreciate a visit from them. A thoughtful person might give you flowers. Um But a thoughtful person is just someone who yeah, I think that's the best description. They think more about how they can help others every day than how they can help themselves. Thoughtful people are awesome. 
by the way. I really do like thoughtful people as well. Um I do wanna pause and say hi to all the people who are watching. Don't forget there is a subscribe button there if you want to click it um and then you will be subscribed to my channel. Um so, we just did thoughtful. The opposite is thoughtless, okay? So, a thoughtless person doesn't think about other people. Let me make this picture a bit bigger. Um when I go for my walk every day, there is often garbage in the ditch along the side of the road. This right here is a ditch and people who throw garbage out of their cars, I would describe them as thoughtless. So, they're not thinking about the fact that they are throwing litter and garbage in the ditch. They're not thinking about how they, (laughs) they're not thinking, I'm laughing because I see uh Duriel saying, I can hear a cricket. (laughs) So, yeah, there is a cricket in the room. Um I, I, oh well, sometimes there's flies, sometimes there's crickets. I was very thoughtless of the cricket to make noise right now while I'm trying to do a live stream. So, there I'll bring the cricket into the lesson. But yes, if you are thoughtless, you probably litter. You probably don't care about other people. So, very uh, easy to remember these two. Thoughtful. If you're full of thought, that means you're thinking of other people. Thoughtless. If you have less thought, it means you're not thinking about other people. Um imaginative. So, imaginative people can think of new ideas really easily. Imaginative people are really good people to work with. Because they sometimes find cool ways to solve problems. Imaginative people often see humor in different things. They often find a way to laugh about certain things in the world. Um and so, uh I really like imaginative people. I chose this picture because we have a person thinking and then the light bulb is like the universal picture or symbol for having an idea. Imaginative people are often having good ideas. Um let me just check where we're at here. Good, we're moving along. Overbearing. Yes. Um so, I'll I'll tell you something funny. Um so, first of all, this is part four of the lesson. All of these uh adjectives for describing people. Um I did not look these up online. I simply thought of different people that I know and then tried to think of a way to describe them. So, I won't tell you who I was thinking of when I thought of this word but every word in this lesson is actually a word I chose because I know someone who is that way. So, overbearing. An overbearing person always wants to get their way. They are very pushy. If you have an idea, they want you to use their idea. Um they're often telling other people what to do. They like to control every situation. So, if someone is overbearing, it's not a good thing. They're not enjoyable people to be around and they're not enjoyable people to work with. Um so, I hope you don't have any overbearing people in your life um but uh usually there's one or two, isn't there? Um anyways, overbearing. Um kind of similar to imaginative is creative. A creative person likes to make things. Often artists are very creative people, okay? I have a sister who is very creative. She is a creative person. She really likes arts and crafts. She likes making things. She likes decorating her home to look really, really cool. Um she's just a very creative person. So, a creative person often will be a musician, an artist. 
you can also be creative and not do art or make music. Sometimes you can work with someone that just has really creative ideas. They're just very good at thinking up really cool ways to do things. They're just very, very creative. If you want to make videos on YouTube, you have to be very creative. For me, I'm a little bit creative but sometimes I'm not super creative. So, whenever I have a good idea for an English lesson, I quickly put it on a list so that when I'm not having a creative moment, I can look at my list and I can make something. Um candid. Someone who is candid, this is a positive way to describe someone who will always tell you the truth even when you don't want to know the truth, okay? So, again, I'll use my family as an example. My brothers and sisters are very candid. If they think that I'm putting on weight, they'll tell me. If they think I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, they'll tell me but they're very candid. They do it in a way that's very positive and uplifting. They don't do it in a mean way. Candid people are very valuable in the world because not everyone likes being told they're wrong but if you know someone who's very candid, they could probably tell you you are wrong and you will appreciate it because they do it in a way um that's just nice. Just a nice uh, way to be told that you're wrong. So, candid people are people who always speak the truth. Uh let's see here. Touchy. So, first of all, there's two definitions of this word. Let me give you the two that I use. When someone is touchy, it means that they react very quickly to things that you say. So, if I was to say to someone, um, oh, I see you got a new haircut and if they said, oh, you don't like it? So, if they right away said something negative or if I said um, something like, oh, I see you drove your old car today and they might say, yeah, why do you point that out? You know, I can't afford a new one. So, someone who reacts very quickly in a negative way is touchy. We say that they're just really touchy. The second way to define this is um we actually use this a little bit to describe people who touch you a lot. I don't know if you know people who when you're talking to them, they will touch your elbow or they're always they're very tactile people. Uh maybe they'll touch your shoulder when you're talking to them. We would say that person is very touchy as well. The first definition is the most common though. Uh, let me see where we're at here. Um flexible. So, flexible also has two meanings. Flexible can mean that your body is really flexible. If you can touch your toes with with your legs straight, you are very flexible but that's not the definition I want to teach you today. Flexible means that you can stop what you're doing to help other people or to do other things very easily and it doesn't bother you. The reason I have a picture here of a mom with her kid is because parents need to be very flexible. I need to be very flexible with my time so that I can take care of my children. Sometimes I have to stop doing certain things to spend time with my kids or do things with them. If I'm doing something on my computer and my daughter needs help with homework, I need to be flexible. I need to say, okay, I'll be there in a sec and then go help her. So, someone who is flexible um very easily will help someone um and stop what they're doing in order to help them out. Um 
Flexible people are very cool, by the way. I really like flexible people. I, I'm not very flexible, actually. I'm very uh, rigid would be a better word for me. I like my day orderly. So, you can see what I do with my hand, an orderly day. I'm open-minded. An open-minded person, it's actually the opposite of narrow-minded. So, an open-minded person is willing to talk about things and have good conversations about things that maybe they don't think are right, okay? An open-minded person, for instance, uh, let me think of a good example. I think that we need to, um, I think we need to have more electric cars and less gas-powered cars but my friend really likes fast sports cars. Because I try to be open-minded, I'm willing to listen to him talk about why he likes fast sports cars even though I think we probably shouldn't have too many cars like that in the world and I'm willing to listen and hear his point of view. So, someone who is open-minded is very interested in what you have to say even if it's something they don't agree with. They're willing to listen and maybe even change their mind. When you change your mind, it means you believe one thing and then someone talks to you and then you change what you believe. So, you change your mind. Um, So, the opposite would be narrow-minded. You can say someone is closed-minded. It's another way to say it but open-minded people are generally quite fun to talk to. I find most people in the chat are quite open-minded. It's fun to see you guys talk. Um, Brent in the chat is saying, 2020 has taught me how to be flexible. Yes, very much so. I would agree. Yes. Uh, let's see where we are here. I got to keep track of my time. Uh, fun loving. So, when someone is fun loving, they are just awesome to be around. Whenever my family gets together, I'm not going to say who but one person in my family is just fun loving. They're always in a good mood. They're always happy. They're always laughing. They always have a new joke to tell. They are just a fun-loving person. If we decide we are going to play games, they are the first one to say, let's play this game and then we'll play a game. They are just a person who is fun-loving. I put a picture here of someone getting hit with water because getting hit with water or a water balloon, not everyone would be happy about that but this person looks really happy. She looks like a fun-loving person. So, she looks like someone uh <laughs> who's very very fun loving. I see La Eternidad says, dear Bob, you're not a little bit creative. You are super creative. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, I try my best uh, to do everything I can to make uh, things interesting for all of you. Um, and then we have uh, the word brave. So, I just put a firefighter up here. People who go into dangerous situations are considered brave. Other words would be courageous. Um, you could just say they're not afraid. Uh, so, a brave person does not have fear. They actually might have some fear but they can overcome their fear and do what they need to do because they are brave. Brave people are awesome. I think that especially firefighters are very brave people. They are often in dangerous situations uh, just trying to help people and to put out fires. So, I really really think Brave. Whenever I hear the word brave, I always think of firefighters. That's the first thing I think of. Okay. So, be careful. The next slide has a bad hand gesture on it but I'm gonna put it up anyways. And this one is rude. So, the symbol, the gesture you see there 
is a very bad gesture uh, in English speaking countries and many other countries around the world. I know there are several variations of this but it basically is something you do um, when you don't like someone else. In English, we would say you give them the finger or you give them the middle finger um, and that is considered rude. A rude person does things that just aren't kind or nice. A rude person might say things that aren't kind or nice. So, for instance, if I went to work next week and if one of my coworkers said, wow, Bob, you're fat, that would be rude, okay? We don't just tell people if <laughs> that they've put on weight although I think maybe I did put on a little weight but I can say uh, about myself that I've put on weight but it would be rude for someone that I don't know well to comment on that. So, that would be the word rude. Um, let's see here. Where are we at? Out of control. So, I put alcoholic beverages with this one. When you say someone is out of control, it means that they are doing things that are not good, okay? If you have a nephew or a cousin or a friend who is out of control, it usually means, well, I'm talking about if their life is out of control. It usually means, you know, maybe they're doing things that are harmful to themselves. Maybe they're drinking a lot. Maybe they're just I don't know. There are many things that people who are out of control do and usually they don't do things like get a good night's sleep, go to work, uh, earn an income, be a good citizen. That's not what they do. People who are out of control often they act in a way that they don't care about life. So, it's not a good thing. Um a quick learner. So, a quick learner or someone who is a quick study. We use quick learner the most here in Canada. A quick learner is someone who um they read a book once and they know almost everything that was in that book. A quick learner uh in a class is just always getting really good grades and doing very little work because every time they hear something or read something or see something, it just goes right straight in their brain and stays there. It's amazing that some people can learn things so quickly. So, a quick learner is someone who can learn things very very fast. Um let's go and do some questions. Just give me one second here because I'm going to flip the chat. Let's get that flipped. So, chat should now be members only and I'll do a few more questions. So, thank you so much to everyone who is a member. If you don't know what membership is, it's when you click the join button below to become a member of the channel. You get a lot of things. Extra video on Wednesday. You get to have your name in green during the live streams. You get to ask questions for about 10 minutes or so during the live streams directly in the chat. By the way, if you're a member, you can ask questions directly in the chat right now. Um if you're interested, uh, scroll down under this video. There's a large description there about what you get with a membership. Let's see here. Um uh, let's see. Ario says, Ola Sir Bob. I'm a chatty boy. So, someone who is talkative can also be described as chatty. Very similar words. Uh Wes from Interactive English Channel told us on his YouTube channel. Oh, he told you that you were chatty. He is from America. Please collab with him one day. Well, I will see. I will take a look. Um I'm always interested in doing collaborations. Uh we'll see how that goes. That would be fun. Let's see here. Teacher Bob, this is Annette from Quebec. Teacher Bob, if you would have to describe your personality, what were the three qualities you'd mention? Well, um let's see here. I would say I'm fairly organized but I'm not a very neat person. 
Okay, so I'm organized in my work but my workspace behind me looks tidy but the rest of the room is quite messy actually. So, uh, I'm organized in my thoughts and my work but I'm not super organized or tidy at home. Those would be two that I would use. Um and I try to be um as happy and uh, there's a word coming up jovial which is the next word. I try to be happy as happy as possible all the time. It's not always possible but I try. Let's see here. Lolly Lolly says, I am a slow learner. So, we just looked at quick learner. There's also slow learner. That's someone who takes a little bit longer to learn and there's nothing wrong with that, Lolly. Um let's see here. Uh, Melody says, good morning. Hi, Melody. Regina says, I want to be a fast learner but I know it takes time. Sometimes learning quickly is just a matter of setting a good routine. That can be quite helpful for learning. And then Regina says, I think I am also a slow learner. Brent says, I'm also a slow learner but I spend a lot of time learning. I find too that sometimes I'm a slow learner when I first start learning something new and then it does get a little quicker after a while. Let's see. Huang Vo. Hi, Bob. Does your good listener also have confidence? Thank you. So, a good listener doesn't necessarily need to be a confident person. A confident person is someone who's very sure of themselves. They're very deliberate in the things they do. A good listener doesn't need to be super confident. They just need to be someone you trust and someone that you like talking to. Uh Key Park says, I think I'm a quick learner but not when I'm when I learn English. Could be, yes. Uh Samuel Chen, hi, Bob. I heard someone described as uptight. Does it mean serious? Thanks. So, happy to join in this live. So, think about a person who is relaxed, uh Samuel. Someone sitting in a hammock or laying in a hammock who's very relaxed. An uptight person is the opposite of relaxed. They're always kind of stressed and worried about things. So, someone who is uptight, I think that's the best description. They are the opposite of relaxed. Let's see here. Madi says uh to Brent's uh you are a good teacher. Yeah, Brent is an awesome teacher by the way. Um so, Brent was mentioning earlier he's back to school soon. I'm back to school soon. So, yeah, busy times for us YouTube English teachers when we have to go back to our jobs. Annette says, I think you have a lot of good qualities, teacher Bob. Well, thank you, Annette. I appreciate that very much. Uh let's see here. Next question from Bjork. Hi, Bob. Can I say lovely for a man? For example, such a lovely man. Yes, and we often use this to describe older men who have like a fatherly, grandfatherly um character. So, if you know like someone who's 60 or 65, like white beard, really helpful person, you could say, oh, do you know Mr. So-and-so? By the way, did you know in English when we make up a last name, we say so-and-so? Like, do you know Mr. So-and-so? So, so-and-so is just like a funny word we use but anyways, do you know Mr. So-and-so? He's such a lovely man. So, you can totally use that usually to describe an older, wiser, kind and friendly uh man. You could say, what a lovely man. Let's see here. Sashin says, hey, Bob, those who are jealous and backbiters, what is the word for them? So, backbiters are people who are always behind your back talking about you. We might say they are people who talk behind your back, okay? It's not nice when people talk about you when you aren't there. So, the way we would describe them is we would say they are people who talk behind your back. Uh let's see here. Nakshu says, all the best. Gianniarto. Gianniarto says, sir, if there are some people quickly react about a joke, 
and then they're angry, what would we call these as sensitive people? Yes, they are touchy or sensitive. And by the way, at the end of the lesson, I'll teach you the difference between sensible and sensitive. But yes, if someone's sensitive, they get upset very, very easily. Uh, Madi says, I think this lesson is a little bit advanced than usual. Yes, a little more advanced than usual. So, it's interesting you say that, Madi, because some people think this is a vocabulary lesson but it's really more of me giving you example sentences of how to use the vocabulary. It's kind of two levels going on here. So, when I, for instance, teach the word brave, I give you example sentences like firefighters are brave. They are very brave people. I actually use the word, I try to use it about three or four times differently so that it's a little more, I don't want it to be a beginner lesson. I want it to be a little more advanced than that. Uh, Nate Indy says, hello, Bob. Hello, Nate. Annette says, in French, people said sometimes Madame Chose for so-and-so. Maybe right now, they don't use this expression. Ah, interesting. Mr. What's-his-face. Yes, Brent. That is definitely another way to say it. A little more rude as you said. Yes. Um, But yeah, you would say, you know what's-his-face? You know Mr. What's-his-face? Yeah. Mr. So-and-so. Let me get to one more question here. Oh, I'm glad, Park, that you enjoy it. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? I hear the noise of bugs from the live stream. That's so nice. Yeah, there's a cricket right down there. And you know what? I have to actually do a Zoom meeting after this and I hope I can find the cricket before then. But yes, bugs. Uh, Omar says, hi, Bob. Hi, Omar. How are you? Um, And then Alfonso says, Alfonso says, hello, teacher Bob. My question is, how are the people in Canada? For example, in my country, the Dominican Republic, we put a the in front of your country. Sorry. Many people are considered talkative. I think Canadians are very warm and friendly for the most part. That means I think most Canadians are and most are somewhat talkative. I know I had a friend visit from another country and when when we went out, we were walking along the lake and people were fishing. And I would talk to the people who were fishing and later he was like, did you know those people? And I said, no, they were strangers. I just said, hey, did you catch any fish today? And he said that he found Canadians quite talkative, that we would talk to strangers very easily and that is in his country, you would never do that. So, let's see here. Um, Christopher says, advanced lessons. Yeah, we need that badly. Excellent. I'm glad that I can provide that for you. Uh, Let's see here. Joseph. Hi, Bob. Can you explain the difference between the two words imaginative and creative? So, this is a tricky one because imaginative people and creative people are very similar. An imaginative person can think of new ideas. A creative person can create beautiful things from those new ideas. So, let me let me explain this. Someone who is creative also needs to be imaginative. If I was a painter, I would need to use my, oops, sorry microphone. I would need to use my imagination to kind of think about what I wanted to paint and then I would need to use my creative abilities to do the painting, okay? So, first I would need to sit and think and imagine what I wanted to do. So, slightly different but very, very similar. Uh, Brent says, Annette, I wonder if we got so-and-so from the French. It's very close. Yes, yes. I wonder. We've borrowed a lot from the French by the way. Thank you for all the words you gave us. All the French people who are watching. Um, 
Ooh, interesting. Natalia, how can you politely describe people who only speak with you when they need something? Otherwise, they don't even say hello. Introverted, closed, calculating. Um, I would say they're rude. No, sorry. That that would be one way to describe them. But um, yeah, I don't know if we have an exact word for that. Maybe Brent knows in the chat. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely there are people in the world who they're only nice when they want something. So, we would say that they put on a good face whenever they want something um, but I don't, Natalia, have an exact word for it. Um, let's see here. Let's jump back. Give me a sec to make an adjustment here. The cricket's getting louder and louder. I know some of you don't mind but <laughs> it's driving me a little crazy. Um, quick learner. Jovial. So, jovial, first of all, is a word that we don't use very often. It's kind of an older word. You might see it in books but someone who is jovial is just always happy, always laughing. When they are in the room, it makes everyone else happier because they're just always smiling and being kind. So, this guy right here, to me, he just looks jovial. He looks like a really nice person to hang around with. Um and uh oh, let's go to the next one. Whiny. So, a whiny person, by the way, there's two spellings of whiny. There's a spelling where there's an E before the Y at the end. Um a whiny person is always complaining. A whiny person is just not a nice person, okay? They are just whiny. Um they complain all the time. They're never happy. Um a good example would be if you have children and if you cut something into let's say you had children. Let's say you had a snack and you cut it into four and all the pieces are the exact same size but one child always thinks they get the smallest piece and they always complain about it. You might say that they are whiny. Uh whiny people can really get on your nerves. In English when you say someone gets on your nerves, it means that they really bother you. So, um we also have people that we would call uh you could say he's a people pleaser. That guy is a people pleaser. She's a real people pleaser. A people pleaser is someone who always wants to make sure the people around them are happy and things are going well. It's different than jovial or you know humorous or funny. A people pleaser really cares. Um people pleasers are often very thoughtful people, okay? I work with someone who is a people pleaser. They're just a really nice person to work with. Um they always wanna make sure that their work is well done but that you have what you need so that your work is well done and they'll help you if you need help. People pleasers are awesome people. Very, very awesome people. Um let's see here. Um pushy. So, we had the word overbearing earlier. Someone who is overbearing, I described as being very pushy. They are very similar words. A pushy person doesn't take no for an answer. Sometimes salespeople are very pushy. So, a salesperson, you might say, I'm not interested in buying this and then they'll continue to try and sell it to you. So, you would say the salesperson is very pushy. There are some stores where when I walk in, the salesperson comes up to me right away and tries to sell me stuff even if I just came for one thing and the salesperson is very, very pushy. I don't enjoy pushy salespeople. That's just not very, very nice. If a salesperson is super pushy, it drives me crazy. Um usually, I'm like just don't. 
Uh, you can also have people who phone you quite regularly to try and get you to donate money or to get you to buy something and we would say once they've called for the third or fourth time, they're starting to get a little bit pushy. I sometimes get emails from people who are very pushy. They'll send me emails every day asking me to do something and it's just not very nice. Oh, a fair weather friend. Thanks, Brent. So, going back to Natalia's question, someone who only is nice to you when they need something, we would call a fair weather friend. Excellent. Thanks, Brent. That's awesome that you could look that up for me. You probably knew that off the top of your head. By the way, in English, when you know something off the top of your head, it means you know it without looking it up. It means you're very knowledgeable. So, thanks for that, uh, Brent. Let me check where I am here. Um, needy. So, needy has two meanings. I wanna talk about the meaning where someone needs care or help from someone a lot. You can also describe poor people as being needy. That's not the definition I want to dwell on. So, if someone does not have a lot of money, you could say that they are needy. So, it just means they're poor. The definition I want to talk about is someone who needs a lot of attention. So, I put a picture of a small child because a small child is very needy. A small child needs their parents to take care of them, to talk to them and to spend time with them. They are a very needy person in a good way. But adults can also be very needy. You might know someone in your family or have a friend or a coworker who's very needy. They're always needing you to help them do something uh, and they always need people to give them attention. Or they need people to tell them very often that they're doing a good job. We would say that that person is needy. Uh, Brent says, I had to think hard about Fairweather Friend. Well, thanks for uh, figuring that one out for me, Brent. That's awesome of you. Um, by the way, uh, I might need to speed up. No, I'm fine here. Um, stubborn. So, a stubborn person only does what they want to do and if they don't want to do something, you will not be able to convince them to do it, okay? So, I put a picture of a mule in English. We all often say stubborn as a mule. We don't use mules in North America anymore but apparently, if you try to pull a mule, it will pull back. Um, If you have any experience with animals, you'll know that some animals can be quite stubborn. Um, So, mules are a certain kind of animal that is stubborn. So, again, if a person is stubborn, They only do what they want to do and they will not do what other people want them to do unless they decide themselves that they want to do it. Um let's see here. Um sorry, I went the wrong way. There we go. Respectful. So, I put a speed limit sign here because people who obey the law are respectful of the law. People who are respectful of other people, they listen when they need to listen. And they talk when they need to talk. People who are respectful don't try to make everyone else believe and think the same way as them. So, often someone who is open-minded is also a very respectful person. A respectful person has respect for someone else. Uh, A punctual person, I put a picture of a clock here. A punctual person is always on time. So, if you need to be at work at eight and if you come at a few minutes before eight every day for week after week and year after year, we would say that you are punctual. If you are someone who is always on time, so let's say you need to meet a friend at nine 
and you get there at five to nine. Let's say you need to meet your mom to go on a trip and you say, I'll pick you up at 11 and you show up at 11 or a little bit before, we would say that you are punctual. This is the opposite of someone who is always late. (laughs) Um, I'm very punctual. I won't mention anyone's name who is always late but I am a very punctual person. As you can tell because I think I don't wanna jinx it. When you jinx something, it means you say it and then it might not be true anymore but I I think I've started almost every live lesson except for one on time. So, I'm a very punctual person. Um and then we have charming. So, charming does not have to be romantic. It can be in this picture. We th- I think the man is probably very charming. Obviously, the woman is smiling and she enjoys the attention that she's getting. A charming person is someone who just says nice things all the time and just makes you feel good about yourself. So, charming can be romantic but it can also just be used to describe someone. You could just say um you know a certain celebrity is very charming um or I like to watch this television show because the host of the show is very charming. You know, she's a very charming person. He's a very charming person. It means they're warm. They're friendly. They say things that make you feel good. Uh, Charming people are very, very cool in my opinion. Um inconsiderate. So, this is a picture of a person smoking inside which I would consider inconsiderate. Okay? So, I would say this is an inconsiderate person. An inconsiderate person thinks only about themselves and not about the people around them. So, it's a lot like someone who is thoughtless. An inconsiderate person would just smoke in a building and other people would have to breathe their smoke. An inconsiderate person uh, would not think about the fact that it might bother other people. Maybe you go for a ride sometimes with a friend and they smoke in their car. You might say that that's inconsiderate. You have an inconsiderate friend because Maybe you don't smoke but now your clothes smell like smoke and you had to breathe the smoke. It's just not very nice. The opposite of course would be considerate or thoughtful. So, kind of synonyms of each other. A considerate person thinks about other people before they do things. An inconsiderate person does not. So, I know I'm not answering a lot of user questions or viewer questions right now. I do have to keep moving because we have 10 minutes left and I have to get through the rest of the slides. Confrontational. A confrontational person likes to argue and likes to fight. A confrontational person usually doesn't say okay. Um, That's usually not their first response, okay? So, a confrontational person will usually say, no, I don't don't think that. So, if you say something, they might respond by saying, no, I don't think that. I don't believe that. Or they might respond by saying, I don't agree with you. So, a confrontational person often does not agree with you. Now, It's not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a bad thing uh, but a confrontational person could sometimes help you do a better job on things. I actually like working with one or two people who are slightly confrontational because they are brave enough to disagree with me and that can be a cool thing in life. Uh let's see here. (laughs) Self-centered. So, if someone is self-centered, they love themselves and everything is about them. When they go to a party, they want to be the center of attention, okay? If you wore a t-shirt that said, I'm the best, it means you are self-centered. Very similar to being arrogant. 
a self-centered person just thinks that the whole world loves them and they're the best thing in the world. Um, we would say they think they're the best thing since sliced bread. Um, a self-centered person just, uh, they can be nice people if you understand their personality, but a self-centered person is definitely someone who really thinks a lot of themselves. They think they're the coolest. Um, Brent's saying in the chat, many teenagers are confrontational. Very true. Yes. Just like, no, I didn't do it. What do you, I didn't, it wasn't me. Um, okay. Which brings me to my next word, defensive. So this child is basically saying, no, it wasn't me. A defensive person will deny doing something even if you did not say they did it. So let, here's a great example. Let's say I said, um, oh, are all the cookies gone? And if one of my children said, I didn't eat the last one. And I would say, well, I I wasn't asking who ate the last one. I was just asking if they were gone. Well, it wasn't me. And if I would say, well, I, I wasn't saying it was you. And then if they were to respond and say, whenever the cookies are gone, you always say, I ate the last one. We would say that person is defensive because I have not accused them of anything. I've simply stated a fact and they are already defending themselves. They are already saying it wasn't me. So a defensive person is very quick to defend themselves. Idealistic. If someone is idealistic, they think something is possible which might not be possible. So I put, (laughs) sorry, I put recycling bins here. Um, So there's a spot here for uh, different types of recycling. Sometimes I think that it's idealistic to put recycling bins in public and expect people to use them. An idealistic person trusts that everyone will do the right thing. Uh, An idealistic person thinks the best of everyone. Um, So idealistic people would say things like, um, you know, I don't need to lock my store at night. No one's going to steal anything. That would be idealistic, okay? Because we live in a world where if you have a store and if you close your store at night and don't lock the door, eventually someone's going to steal things from you. But an idealistic person would think everyone in the world is good. I don't need to lock my door. Where I live a long time ago, people used to leave their keys in their cars at night. We don't do that anymore because people about 15 or 20 years ago, people started to steal cars at night. But it was idealistic to think no one would do that. So, idealistic. Uh, Careless. So, careless is when, again, very similar to thoughtless or inconsiderate. If you are careless, it means that You do what you want to do and you don't care about anyone else. I put a picture of a car here because you can actually get a ticket in Canada for something called careless driving. Careless driving is when you drive so fast over the speed limit, it shows that you don't care about other people's lives. So, it's called careless driving. When you are careless, you do things that that you want to do And you don't think about how it might affect others. So, someone who drives 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 kilometers an hour over the speed limit is definitely being careless. Someone who flicks a cigarette out the window of their car when it's very, very dry outside is careless. They're not thinking about the fact that they might be lighting a fire. Uh, Outgoing. So, someone who is outgoing is just someone who is 
extroverted. I looked at the word extroverted in a previous lesson. They like going out. You can see that in the word. Uh, an outgoing person just likes to do things. If you have a friend who is outgoing, they probably like to go out to restaurants. They probably like to go out and see movies. They probably like to go to the lake if you live near a lake. Uh, they like to be around other people and when they are around other people, they just like talking to them. If you go to a party with a friend who is outgoing and you meet new people, your friend who is outgoing will probably talk to the new people quite easily. They're just very outgoing and they're also probably quite likable. <laughs> a likable person is someone that's just easy to like. In one of the previous lessons, we looked at the word lovable. You know, little cute puppies are lovable. They're very easy to love um, and then we have another phrase, likable. So, love is stronger than like. If there is someone that you know who's just smiley and happy, I put an old man here because he he just looked likable. He looks like someone that's just fun to be around and nice and generally a cool person. Um, then we have competitive. So, I put a picture of two people playing hockey. This isn't actually Canadian hockey by the way. I could only find a picture of hockey from another country. I think it's Germany but I'm not sure. Maybe someone in the chat can tell me but athletes are very competitive. They love competing with other people. It is one of their favorite things to do. Competitive people want to win. Competitive people in the workplace are always trying to do a better job than their coworkers because they want a promotion. Uh someone who is competitive when you play a game with them, they get really excited because they want to win. Um so, Brent is saying careless and carefree are quite different. I never realized that. That's a good point, Brent. Careless means you don't care about others but if you are carefree, it means that you're just happy in life. When you go on vacation, hopefully, you are carefree. You don't have to worry about anything at home. You don't have to worry about your job. You can just enjoy your day, have something good to eat, go for a long walk. You are carefree. Um let's see here. Sensible. So, I'm gonna talk about two words here. Sensible and sensitive because people often get these mixed up. If you are sensible, it means you are logical and you make good decisions. For instance, this person in the picture, they are walking instead of driving in the city. That's very sensible. It makes sense. It's a smart thing to do. When you are in the city and you try to drive somewhere, it might take longer than walking. If you live in the city, it might be a better idea to just take the subway or the metro everywhere. That would be more sensible. A sensible person makes good decisions and does the right thing. As well, depending on the weather, it looks like it might be cold and it probably is sensible to wear a winter hat. It's also very sensible to carry all of your stuff in a backpack. When I go to the city for a trip, it's easier to walk with a backpack than to carry a suitcase. So, as a sensible person, I make the right decision. A sensitive person is this is very different. A sensitive person, um there's kind of two ways to look at it. A sensitive person can identify other people's moods very easily or a sensitive person can also be a touchy person. So, it really depends how you talk about it. If you say, He's a really nice guy. He's very sensitive. That means that he's very kind and caring and helpful. But you can also say he's kind of a jerk. He's just super sensitive and gets ticked off really easily. 
Um, so, there's two different meanings here. So, one is positive. There's a sensitive person who's just very kind and caring and looks to your needs, very thoughtful. And then there's a sensitive person who's more touchy and it's really the context and how you use it that defines the two. So, anyways, hopefully that made some sense for you. Um, I'm going to jump back to some questions. I'll do questions for about a minute but we're pretty much done here. Uh, before I do some questions, I do wanna say thanks to everyone who was here. Don't forget that there are English subtitles for this video in a few hours. If there were parts that you didn't understand, please come back and listen to it and watch those parts again. Uh and this video will be shortened and released later this weekend uh as a smaller lesson. That's a great thing to listen to as well. I did want to mention that uh I do have two different podcasts. If you search for Bob the Canadian or Bob's English lessons on any podcast provider, you will find them and these lessons do usually end up there within a few days as well. If you do want to re-listen to them, at your leisure. Maybe you want to listen to them at work uh or somewhere else. Give me one sec here. Um there's a link in the chat to one of my podcasts. I'm gonna do a few questions and then we're gonna wrap this up. Greg says, hi, Mr. Bob. How would you describe some of your pupils? Is there anything positive or negative about them? Thanks for your answer. Every so I did four lessons on describing people so far. I think I've had a student at some point in my career um that I could describe with any of those words. So, there's over a hundred words to describe people. Um I've probably had every type of student that you could imagine. Uh let's see here. Um oh yeah. So, Hamreen says, hi, dear coach Bob. What is the word to describe a person who would like to give you something more than he has? So, a generous person. If you say, oh, he's very generous. A generous person will give you anything that you need. If you need money, they'll give you money. If you need food, they'll give you food. A generous person is always uh, a very a very nice person to be around. Um let's see here. Next question is not about the topic. Next question is not about the topic. Um let's do this one as our last question. Valentina. Hello, Bob. How do you describe a person who falls in love quickly or in a hurry? So, we would we would just say that they fall for someone quickly. In English, if you say you fall for someone, it means you're falling in love with them. So, you would just say, ah, oh, he f- just falls in love quickly or he just falls for someone really fast. He's a he just falls in love really quickly. So, anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank you so much for everyone who is here. Thank you again to all the members. Again, if you are new here, don't forget to click that red subscribe button right there. Thumbs up are always a good idea as well. Thank you so much for watching. Do remember that there will be uh, a version of this later with English subtitles for you to listen to. If there's just a small part, come back and listen to that part. Thanks to Todd and Dave for moderating the chat. That's awesome of you. Uh and thanks so much for Brent for being here as well. I know he's back at work but he still uh was here to hang out in the chat and help answer some of your questions. Anyways, I'm Bob the Canadian. Uh you can find me here on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can even find me on TikTok again. I just started that again yesterday. Uh, And there's a couple podcasts. Uh, Pretty much doing way too much. Hopefully, I can keep doing it for a long time. Anyways, thanks for watching. Have a great day. I'm going to click the end button now. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, 
in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.